Welcome to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we coach you to build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. The body is your overhead. The right engine is your marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products. And the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you build the six parts of your business correctly, it will fly far and fast. Every week, we help a business owner just like you optimize their airplane. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Today's coaching conversation is all about the wings. The wings, of course, represent your products and services. When you sell your products and services, the airplane goes up. So they need to be two things, in demand and profitable. We all know that that's true, but what if you have a business and the mission is actually more important to you than the money? However, you're in this dilemma because you've got to make money in order to sustain the mission. How do you actually incorporate your mission into the products themselves and promote the mission and the products at the same time. That is what today's conversation is about. I'm talking to Abra Kinkoff. She has an organization called LA America by MOOCs. And yes, we talk about whether or not she should change the name of her company. But LA America by MOOCs is a t-shirt slash clothing brand that is trying to sustain, promote, and save a Guatemalan language from disappearing. That's the mission. It's much more important to her than the money, and yet if she doesn't make money, the mission goes nowhere. If you think you're in a similar situation, you're going to love today's coaching session with Abra Kinkoff. Abra Kinkoff, I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Abra, your business sounds fascinating. What is the name of your business? My business name is LA America by Mooks. Okay, you got to spell that out. LA America by Mooks. L.A., like Los Angeles, America, like America, and then by MOOCs. By M-U-X. Are all those, those are all separate words? They're all separate words. All right, now you got to tell us what that means. Basically, while I was living in L.A., that's where the dream of the clothing business started. L.A. America, because I think at the time I, I wanted it into, basically it started as kind of an inclusive brand idea, right? So this is L.A., this is America. By Mooks. Mooks is the last name of my husband and his family. And so I'm I'm saying LA America. This is LA America by us. Hey, where are stuff? <laughs> You've got a a startup just getting started clothing brand. You are a solopreneur. You're in this by yourself. And you're looking for just some sort of business advice, marketing advice. How do you get this thing going? But it's not just a normal clothing brand. Can you tell us what your mission is? I guess, put simply, to save Kakchikel or to preserve Kakchikel, which is an indigenous Mayan language spoken by about 400,000 people in the central highlands of Guatemala. And I happened to learn Kakchikel while serving in Peace Corps. So Kakchikel... Kachukal. Kachikal. I feel like you're teaching me the language right now. Kachikal <laughs> is the name of the language. You learned it when you were serving in the Peace Corps. How were you how long were you there, by the way? Peace Corps service, oh, if I can remember, I think it's twenty seven months. So two years. Two years. Uh -huh. And did you did you meet somebody there that made the language uh, an intimate reality for you? I, I did. Thank you. Yes, my husband. So, <laughs> And there you go. That's the point of today's episode. If you want to learn a language, fall in love. That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, now, in all seriousness, though, what's happening to this language and why is it so important you, to you to save it? And we'll get to the, we'll get to the, the fashion business here in a second, but why, why was it so important? I would say, first of all, I learned the language not 
really understanding the background that it was an endangered language. And this is some new vocabulary I've recently come across. So apparently there are 7,000 languages in the world and about 2,500 of them are endangered, which means like little by little they're being lost. And there's this whole world out there of language enthusiasts and activists working to preserve these languages. So my mission started out very personal, which I learned Kakchikel. I married my husband who actually doesn't speak Kakchikel. So there you go, language attrition within wow. the family. You, you learned it, but your husband, who's native, did not speak it. Yeah, and he's, you know, he understood a little bit, but he grew up in a family, and that's, that's what's happening, right? So Kakchikel families, um, some people speak within the family, but most of it's not being passed on to newer generations. So it started out personal because I love Kakchikel. And I wanted to teach it to my daughter. And it's one thing to learn it, but, you know, I don't have a native voice. It has very specific pronunciations. And so we started recording um, two family members who do speak it. I do have to shout out Maria Jacinta Mux Lopez, who taught me Kakchikel. She taught me everything I know from Kakchikel. She is no longer with us. And mm. I think that's, it's really important because that's where we lose languages. when. The people who know them intimately, who can write them, who can read them, who can talk about them, who can tell stories, uh, pass away. And I also have to shout out her sister, my mother-in-law, Maria Erminia Mux Lopez. And without her, this project would not exist. She has volunteered countless hours to translation and audio recording. She has generously shared her stories and her wisdom. We now have children's stories like Goodnight Moon and Brown Bear, songs. Uh, medical intake questionnaires for people crossing the U.S.-Mexican border, and personal histories and accounts of Guatemala, including the 36-year armed conflict and the 1976 earthquake, all in Cacchical. But we started recording, and all of a sudden I had thousands of recordings of this language, and a very astute friend said, hey, listen, what you're doing isn't just you know, a pastime, like this is a real thing. And yeah. there are people out there who are interested in language preservation and you are preserving a language in your home by yourself and not even talking about it. And the truth is, is that I was doing it on my own time, which I didn't have much of. And we thought, hey, like, so how do you get funding for this? And that brought us down the whole funding path. Sorry if I'm going out on no, a no, tangent. No, no, I love but... it. So, so you're trying to save the language. And for, for listeners, when, when you lose a language, you lose a culture. And when you lose a culture, you lose uh, art that builds up the human spirit and you lose wisdom. That spot on. You got it. You, you lose generation, generations and generations of collected beauty and wisdom. So we're not just preserving a language. We're, you know, we're preserving passed down uh, wisdom. And, and, that, and that's just, yes. that's really beautiful and really, really important. So I just, I just am so impressed that you're doing that. Thank you. This stuff costs money. And so, uh, where are you, where did you, what was your idea to get the money? Well, I started looking at, um, you know, grants and funding. It's a pretty competitive world out there. And again, I was crunched for time. So I did try a couple and, you know, I belong, I, I participate in a women's business group and we, we consult with each other and they said, hey, like, why don't you try to fund your own language preservation? And we kind of shot around some ideas. 
this is where we come into the the clothing part. Right. Probably about six or seven years ago, I had kind of started to build the idea of a brand that I wanted. I've always wanted to do clothing. I started making some art and then I found a supplier, known supplier. They're awesome. They do fair trade clothing and each maker signs your t-shirt. Very um, cool. And so that was really exciting and put some art to print and I printed some shirts and here we are with t-shirts that I am hoping will fund Kakchika language preservation. So I'm here to hear what you have to say. Some bit, some wisdom on how to how to make it work. Exactly. All right. Well, I do have some thoughts because I think you're onto something that's really, really wonderful and really, really meaningful. Um, I think there's some things that will need clarity in order for the business to grow. And there's two things that I would I would create clarity on. One is what is what are you going to do with the money? And so I, it, it, I think you need a clear explanation of here's what we do with the money. Uh, and so, and I just wrote down five things that I think are okay. really wonderful. One is we're going to promote awareness that, that, that this language is dying. So you're already doing that. Two, sounds like you're already doing is you're creating a living dictionary of sorts, a video record. And so the money would go to fund you traveling around with the camera and getting the language recorded. Three might be, and this is just an idea, to lobby whatever authorities you need to include the language in schools in that area. And then I think it would be fun to promote an all Kachikal day uh, where on Wednesdays we only speak that language. <laughs> uh, and then something like uh, a, a fifth would be to translate critical books into that language. When the books exist, people need to learn language in order to read the books. And so, the, right. you know, like even, even, you know, and I'm not, I don't know where you stand on all this, but even making sure the Bible, because, you know, it's an existing institution sure. that people are always going to buy that book. So, you know, there's places where you could go do that and that would be part of preserving the language. You got to be a little careful because you might look like you have a religious agenda at that point. But, you know, feel free to translate Catcher in the Rye. That's a pretty good book. You know, whatever you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but here's the point is people give money to concrete objectives. And so you don't have to do any of these five, but you do, like a buddy of mine said, Don, if you want to start something, a nonprofit or whatever, raise money to buy a full page ad in the New York Times. People will give to that. But if you just raise money for an issue, they won't give to it. And so that would be, that would be step number one. So I'm curious about what you think of that. I do first, I want to honor all the people who have been working on Cal and who continue to work on it. The Bible is done because missionaries often do right, that work. Right, right, right. And so- it, thank you. You you know what you're talking about, but I hear what you're saying. Like, give people concrete projects that they can get excited about, not just save Kakji Cal and say, hey, this is the project. And, and not just concrete ideas, a three-step plan. Okay. You know, like, this is our plan to save the language. We're going to do this, this, and this, and that's where your money goes. Perfect. And, and you know, other people may have a different plan. That's okay. But this is this is Abra Kinkoff's three-step three, three step plan. Right. And this is what I'm going to do with the money when you buy my T-shirts. You get to own the whole thing. There's no board of directors. And that's the beauty of being a solopreneur. Right. It's all yours. Solopreneur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, that would be step number one. Um, step okay. number two, I'm very curious to hear your feedback on. I don't know if you're going to push okay. back or you're going to say that's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> I know you do sort of a high-end sort of fashion, you know, beautiful stuff. 
what would you think of a t-shirt that actually saved the language? And here's what I mean by that. You would have a word and then its definition. And you would you would just take the top 25 words people need to know and th- those would right. be the words that and when you buy t- like personally I would buy that t-shirt and then you know there might be a small tagline under the back on the back that just says shirts that save la- save a language oh yeah look, that's exactly yeah you know, she's showing me a picture <laughs> of a red bus on her shirt and the the word that says red bus i think like flashcards these shirts, because now I'm buying a shirt and it's not just my money that's going to Abra's three step or Abra's three steps. It's my actual shirt is doing that. Plus it, it identifies me as somebody who cares about the world and cares about culture. And that's ultimately you got to understand that's what people really buy. They buy, right. they, everybody has mixed motives. Yes. I want to help save this dying language. And yes, I want to look like a more interesting person around my friends who listen to national public radio. Hey. That's the reality of the world we live in, and and by the way, that's the reality of Donald Miller. So, I, I own I own my mixed motives. So I I really like what you're doing there. It, you want to make it really obvious that these shirts save a language, and then what that also allows you to do is target advertise because you're wondering like, do I, you know, I'm on Instagram, but do I promote my Instagram? account, you know, with sponsors, whatever, you want to target advertise expats from that area. And you want it to grow inside of that sort of community first. That's your target market and see what happens there. Well, are you advertising that way? Well, so I I think that's where we really need the help is translating my story to the actual t-shirt, which is, I think I, 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 because I love cocktails on a lot of my shirts. So I at, at, right now I have eight designs that have been printed. Yeah. But like this is one, this is in a different, it's long, but it's uh, which is red bus. And then I have another one which says like, which is like, put on, put on your hat. And it's a big, <laughs> it's a big hat. I live in a hot area. So that is so fun. I do love having the actual language on the shirt and I think for many reasons which is like it's cool it's cool to see another language sure, yeah. but um so I love that idea you you want to one thing that you're going to want to do is on the tag that comes with the shirt mm-hmm. on a on a even just a printout if you're a small solopreneur a printout that you print and trifold and put in the box or in the envelope an explanation that the, of how this shirt is try is saving a dying language and you want to be super super clear Abra. you want to say the shirt that you have purchased is saving a dying language. The language is kachikal, and you you know phonetically right. spell it out, uh, so on. You, you don't you don't want to assume that whoever bought the shirt one knows exactly what it does, or two knows how to tell a right. friend about it. Here, here's what that here's what that piece of paper should is actually saying. It's saying when you tell your friends about the shirt, here's what to say. And you just spell it out super clear. And that's how word of mouth, word of mouth happens when you give people words to say. That's when it happens. All right. So tell me, was this helpful advice? What'd you think? Yes. Thank you. I think the, the focus on the story and really what will motivate people. And then I definitely what stood out is having a concrete projects or steps that people can say, hey, I'm into this and my, I'm going to put my money there because I know it's going somewhere and I know it's going to actually 
help save this language. I love the ideas for the t-shirt. I think actually I, I, you know, I vibe with you on, on a, a lot of it already. And so I appreciate the feedback and the advice and yes, thank you so much. Abra, there's one last thing I want to say, and I fear saying it. I think you should consider changing the name of your, your business. <laughs> <laughs> because remember what we talked at the beginning of the episode, it took like three minutes for you to explain it. But imagine if your business was called language is life and you, you know what I, you know what I mean? So it was like, it was more about like you explaining, I'm not saying language is life is a good name for a business, although I think it is, but I'm just saying, what if it was so easy to understand and, and less personalized for you and your husband and more for the world out there to participate in your mission. Gosh, I really hope, I hope no one ever asked me, why are you named L.A. America? <laughs> I'm so married to it. I don't know. I'm- Listen, if you are married to it, that goes very, very far. Very, very far. I am married to it. All right. You're, well, literally, you are literally married literally, to him. <laughs> I am married to it. All right. Just a consideration because we are a business podcast and just a consideration. Where can people go to buy a t-shirt and where can people go to follow you on Instagram? Instagram is America underscore MUX, M-U-X. So go, go to America underscore, America underscore M-U-X. Get yourself a t-shirt. Abra, it was an honor to have you. You're you are building more than a business. You're, you're, you're a hero on a mission and I'm just so grateful to talk to you. All right, obviously a terrific human being doing terrific work. Gosh, I mean, you know, people who have a mission are fascinating. They really are. People who have this burning desire inside them to do something and to save something and to stop something bad from happening, to cause something good to happen, they're just fascinating people. And, uh, you know, you you sit down, you want to talk to them, as you saw. So I really hope that uh, some of uh, today's coaching conversation can help. Listen, at the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action That is whatever you can use, the main takeaways from this coaching conversation that you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. Today's plan of action is this. Whenever you have a Tom's Shoes type of for-profit organization, you want to let people know specifically what they're investing in. Tom's Shoes is very clear. When you buy a pair of shoes, we give a pair of shoes away. It's when you get that specific that consumers actually know what they are getting and also how they are helping. So when we say things like, you know, a portion of the funds go to, you might as well just not say it. You know, when you say 20% of our funds go to build this specific school in this specific village of whatever, people know where their money is going. And and people want to buy things that are specific. They don't want to buy foggy notions and and ideas and things like that. Sometimes it's almost laughable, right? A portion of the proceeds go to, well, you know, I've seen these checks from, you know, $10 billion organizations. We lovingly give $8,200 to this cost. But then you make $10 billion. You know, people are a little bit cynical. But if you're actually doing something specific, talk about what you're doing that is specific. You know, I got this idea idea from uh, uh, Joshua Dubois, who we've had on the show many times. And you know, I, I'm just starting to do a little bit of work on build the middle class and think about that and what we're going to do on that. And he said, Don, if you ask for donations for build the middle class, make sure you ask for donations in order to put a full page to- uh, ad in the New York Times. You know, something specific that people are getting to. So today's plan of action is just a simple piece of advice. If you have a mission driven organization and it's for profit and you are selling something and also doing something good, 
you're probably doing a great job being specific about what people can buy. This artwork, these shoes, these socks, this t-shirt, this cake, these cookies. You're being good about being specific about what they're they're paying $25 for. Be specific about what portion of the money goes to do what specific thing so that they can have a concrete idea of the generosity that you're offering them to take part in. You know, we talk about it all the time. Be specific, be specific, be specific. Don't make people guess. All right. So if you've got a mission that you care about more than money, make sure you have profitable products and make sure that you can actually specifically say where the money is going. I love it. I also love, you know, what Abra's already doing, and that is the t shirt themselves is teaching the language. It's just really, really, really good. So, uh, wonderful product, wonderful organization. I wish her the absolute best. So, thanks again to Abra Kinkoff for coming on the show today. If you have a business and you are struggling to grow that business, you are struggling to get your airplane off the ground, go to businessmadesimple.com slash podcast and submit yourself to be a coaching guest on this show. If chosen, I will coach you right here on the air. We will analyze your airplane. We will figure out what we need to fix, and I'll give you some advice to fix it. Just go to businessmadesimple.com slash podcast and enter yourself into the mix. In the meantime, do not wait to be selected as a coaching guest on the show. If you want me to coach you, go to mybusinessreport.com. You actually just answer 12 minutes worth of questions. We analyze your answers and we, we help you understand what your airplane looks like, where the weak spots are. You get a 50 to 60 page report that tells you what you need to do next to fix your business. Thousands of business leaders have already done it. It's just one of the best values on the entire internet and it's free mybusinessreport.com. Go there right now and get your customized plan to fix your business. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. See you next week.